0: Hello, hello, fearless listeners. Are you ready for another episode of Let Fear Bounce? It's the podcast that's all about conquering challenges and facing our fears. I'm your host Kim Langling, and each week we'll dive into inspiring stories, expert insights, and practical tips to help you turn your fear into your greatest ally. So sit back, relax, grab that cup of coffee, and let's discover how to make fear our bouncing board towards a life filled with endless possibilities right here on Let Fear Bounce. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let Fear Bounce. Thanks so much for spending just a small part of your day with myself, Kim Langley, your host, and my special guest today, Glenda Benavides. She is an award-winning Recording Academy voting member, Grammy-considered singer-songwriter. She weaves stories that touch the soul. And I just love that, that line. You weave stories that touch the soul. I love it, I love it grabs me right there right from the beginning she is also a podcast host and she is the author of courage find your fire and ignite action in your life so she does a lot she's a very busy lady and she also has a brand new single out called i burn and i cannot wait to get into this conversation so glenda (laughs) welcome once again you've been a guest before welcome back to let fear bounce
1: Thank you, Kim. It's good to be here. You're so awesome. I just really enjoy our time together. and I enjoy having you. I enjoy thank having you. you as a guest. So thank, <laughs> thank
0: you for coming you're on.
1: Welcome. <laughs> you're welcome.
0: Now I want to jump right into this because you've got a brand new single out called I burn. I've listened to it numerous times. You've been blasting it all over social media. I am so enjoying watching this journey. As as it's moving forward, so tell us how I actually I want to know how the song comes about, how a singer songwriter, how you how you build a song, how you build it, and how you get it out into the world. So the floor is yours, dear lady. Thank you.
1: Well, that's a big question. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> you know, it's what's so interesting about any kind of creative endeavor, and I think this is you understand this too because you're an author you sometimes you don't know where you're going to start sometimes you do know where you're going to start and i for me as far as a songwriter goes um sometimes i have ideas and then i start with a lyrical a uh, hook and then i'll write it down and then i'll i'll you know say ah, what do you want us really say about that how do you want to say that um try not to get too heady about it which is very challenging for me but i try to go back more into um how do I feel about this? And then start to write from there. And then I have a I have a music partner that I work with, um, and several, but the one the main one is uh, uh, Gene Williams. He's also a mastering engineer. He is amazing, and he and I get together, and he'll throw me tracks like music tracks, and then I'll listen to it and go, Am I feeling something from that? Is it really saying something? Uh, to me and then possibly for the song or the the theme or the subject that I want to write about and that's kind of how it starts for me um so it could go either way I can write the lyrics first or the music can come and then I write the lyrics so that's just kind of a quick and dirty one
0: (laughs) I I like how you said you know he'll throw tracks at you and if you feel something so if you hear if you hear the music first do words just pop in your head
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes if I hear, hear the music it's like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just close my eyes and wait for something to bubble up and then I'll listen. And then there'll be a word, you know, you know, that will a word or a sentence that will pop up and And then start building on it. Yeah. And sometimes it's just crap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the same for me when I'm writing at first, you're like, Oh, I've got to get that out. I've got to get that down. And then I, Uh I set stuff aside and let it simmer. That's what yeah. I Let it simmer. And I'll
1: come back and I'll be like, Kim, what were you thinking? That's total crap. <laughs> totally same for me too. I've got, I've got lists of one-liners, <laughs> you know, on my phone.
0: It's like, okay. I, I do too. I was, that was going to be one of my questions. Do you keep, do you keep, and I see I have notebooks and I always call it, it's my, it's my little book of brilliant thoughts because most of the time they're not brilliant at all, but you know, I have notebooks and it's for all those brilliant thoughts that I have in the middle of the oh, night yeah. or when I'm walking out in the woods with my dog. And I suppose one of my questions is how do those, when you have those brilliant thoughts, Glenda, because I know that yours are all brilliant, just like mine are, when you have those thoughts and they come to you, what, what is it that spurs you, you know, do you got to get them written down or do you pick up an instrument? You know, how, how is it that it inspires you and spurs you into action
1: yeah um uh (laughs) uh-huh no (laughs) i it depends it depends like if i'm if i'm driving and something comes in or i hear something sometimes i'll listen to other people's music and and then like i don't know if you know that like this happened to you either like when you were a kid and I guess I'll be dating myself, but anyway, there, so there's no lyrics like, but you have to listen to the words in it, but it makes you think of something else that, so like that help you know, like, don't, they may say a, a line of something and that's not what they said, but what you heard was something completely different. So in a way that's really cool because then it, then it takes you down a path. And then, so now I either speak into my phone or I will text it into my notes because I I'm an Apple user. So I have notes and, um, and then sometimes I do the old fashioned way. Right. And I just write it down if I'm near it. So that's kind of how that works.
0: So when I'm listening to music and something really, really just slams me, I might hear a song for the first time and it just, it, it, it's like, it hits your soul and I fall into that's how I always feel and describe it. I fell it, boy, I fell into that song. It's Mm. like time stops and everything disappears except for Mm. the melody and the harmony Mm. and the way that each instrument is, is weaving itself. You know, they're all weaving together to make the, this one amazing sound. That's just carrying you away. Yeah. That's when something, when I fall into a song, that's what it feels like to me. Do you have moments like that, that you fall into a song and that it might be inspiring you to do something of your own.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. There was an amazing, uh, song back. I think it was in early two thousands, I'm guessing. Um, it was the backstreet boys and it was, um, show me the meaning of being lonely. Oh my God. That song just spoke to my soul emotions. I'm sitting there in the car crying, you know, (laughs) And, and I had the, the distinct pleasure, which, which I thought was really fortuitous. Um, I was in Santa Monica and I think I was at a conference or something. And I ended up meeting the songwriter of that song. Oh, how awesome. Yeah. And, and I got to like share like the elevator with them for like (laughs) 10 minutes or whatever it was, but it was wonderful. We had a great conversation and what a fabulous songwriter. And, uh, and sometimes a lot of times people don't know that there's not necessarily just one songwriter on a song. So there could be a lot of different songwriters, a lot of different producers. I mean, sometimes you get into it and you go, whoa, how many people, you know um are taking credit for that song. Yes, uh, right. <laughs> it's unusual, you know, that that you these days. I mean, back in the day maybe it's the band or maybe a single songwriter with a partner or something. It just depends. I mean, unless you're Prince, you know, then you, <laughs> then you right. mo- mostly do it yourself. But um but yeah, that that's we're talking genius level, so. But yeah, it's it can be it can be different, a variety of ways of of creating. You know
0: what inspires you most
1: well i love traveling so i i think i think traveling and connecting with people and different environments i think is really powerful and really healthy you know if i know people that have never left their city or their town that's okay i'm just saying if you can go outside of what you feel is safe you can and open your mind, open your heart to different scenarios or situations or food or people. You don't have to be like them or they don't have to be your best friend or you have to fall in love with them. But what's fabulous about that is that you get to have a different experience of culture and that adds to your consciousness and it adds to your, um, wow, somebody else is doing something different. You know, I may right. not like that, but wow, I didn't know that was possible. So, it, I, and as far as a songwriter goes, an artist, you want to do that. You know, if, if any creative endeavor, you should definitely do that because otherwise your world gets really small, really quick. I think creatives, I think
0: they're born curious and wanting to experience something different. You know, yeah. I'm from a small town, grew up in a small yeah. rural town, but always in the back of my head thought, you know, I know there's so many other places out there. It'd be really cool to see, Yeah, you know, and it took a while. I think it was till in my thirties, but yeah. then I was able to travel. I was, you know, fortunate enough to be able to travel to Europe numerous times and experience different countries, different cultures. And sometimes, you know, they're, you know, how Americans are liked or not. Right. And, you know, just how to realize that I'm, I'm the visitor here. Yeah. My opinion and how I do things has nothing to do with this country. I'm the visitor. Yes. I need to conform just a little bit in a respectful manner. doesn't mean I have to agree or like how everything is done or said or cooked or whatever. (laughs) Exactly. I'm the visitor. Just experience it. Yeah. Be thankful for it and then go home.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And I think that's, you know, why you're such a bright light, you know, for people. And I think this is why the podcast is amazing is that, is that you can, you can reflect on that and share that. And I think that, that, you know, once you've, you've experienced something different, and if you, you've you allowed it in, you can at least minimum have compassion you know, and a little bit of understanding for maybe their journey, not just your journey, your opinion, your life, you know, it's like, and there's jewels in that. Like, if you just take a minute, right, you can, you can go, huh, okay. You know, like the time I, I remember I was in Japan and uh, we were guests, my band, and uh, we had a, 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 sponsor I guess you want to call it pick us up from the airport so everything was taken care of and you know and they just went that extra mile so for example it was a day off and he um our our sponsor picked us up he owned a major uh music store there in uh, in Japan and he took us out of the city into an area called uh, a town called Niko and you had to go up through the mountains and it was so different, like from where I came from, cause I kind of grew up in a smaller town in Salem, Oregon, and I had never seen doors that go, tsh, tsh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, wow, it's Star Trek, you know, yeah, for me. And, um, they had, they were pretty high tech and everything. And then we we stopped off at this. So this, this is, this is another real different thing that happens. Like being an American, you drive all the time, especially if you're, like in California, Oregon, you're driving like hours, right? You're not necessarily taking transit. Well, he picked us up and it was okay. Ready for this. It was like maybe a three and a half, four hour drive, maybe, but we stopped in the middle of the trip at a hotel so we could get a hotel room, which they had already set up. Where was, there was refreshments and a meal and then you could go hot tubbing and rest for like, I don't know, an hour and a half. And, you know, for me, I was like, this is odd. Why are we taking a rest? You know, I found myself the first time I was in Europe and I was with my husband because he was
0: from Europe. He's from Germany. There were a few things that I was like, that's, that's so weird. Or I don't even get why that, why they do that. And wow, that really seems intrusive. And I found my, and I realized I was sounding negative. Right. And he wasn't saying much. And then at one point he said, Just because it's not what you know and you weren't, you didn't grow up with it, doesn't mean that it's wrong. Right. And it's not weird or strange to you. It's just different. Yeah. And I never forgot that. And I said, I appreciate you saying that because I think I was just overwhelmed with all the differences. Yeah. Yeah. And so ever since then, ever since then, every time we'd go back, or if I'm even, you know, maybe I have somebody a guest on my show of a different culture. And I realize as we're talking, wow, you know, and in my head, I'm going, Kim, there's nothing wrong with this. It's just different yeah. than than what you know and what you're used to. Yeah. Just because you're not educated on it and you don't know anything about it doesn't make it wrong. It's just different. Different.
1: Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's true. And I think I think that the more we as, you know, humanity and humans, if we can, if we can just allow our space and be aware and be intentional about who we are and what we're doing, and 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 then allow the space to be open, I with each other, I I think there'll be things that you can be delighted in you know, right. and, and learn something and then, you know, then you can go back to whatever you want to do. But, but I think that would, I think that would help us have more compassion and understanding It's kind of like, you know, when you, 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 you've never been sick or have never had a really debilitating disease. It's really hard to have compassion for that. And then you, you fall down the stairs and then you go, okay, I understand. Right. <laughs> you know, right. It's like, Okay. Yeah. The thing you know that I found that
0: most of the hatred and anger and division yeah in this country and in, in the world is simply because people don't understand each other. They've not allowed themselves to educate themselves yeah on the other thoughts. Whether they're right or wrong, people fear what they don't know. Yeah. And when fear starts playing a big part, goodness, then yeah. that comes hate, division, racism, evil, you know, it's just a downward spiral.
1: Yeah. And then, and then add to just add a little bit of mental illness to that. And then you got some real crazy going down.
0: Yeah. Then it's just kind of like a nuclear explosion of.
1: Exactly.
0: Nastiness.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Hence the reason I feel, which is a great segue into your song. (laughs) I burn. So (laughs) see how we did that. I love it. <laughs> to me, music, music is huge and has played a big, big part in my life. Whether I'm singing it, my brother is a, a musician and and has albums and things like that from back in the eighties. Uh, so I, I grew up listening to him.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I
0: said earlier, I fall into songs. I feel them. I don't mm-hmm. just hear them. I feel them. Uh, I so it. it plays a big part in my life, whether it's good times, bad times, or those in between times, there's sure. always a song that I can attribute or. I have a playlist, I've got a playlist in my head that matches all those times in my life. And I'm assuming it's the same for you, but you as a singer songwriter and and you're getting music out into the world to me, that's just, I'm in awe of that because I'm, I'm the listener out here, Mm -hmm. you know, just with my hands in the air going, Oh my gosh, what an awesome song. Right. So when you get that out there and you've got this song, I burn, where did that song come from? What, what part
1: in you? Did I burn come from? It's kind of interesting because it actually connects to our first question. And my music partner wrote this song. actually. I've, I have a couple of lines in there, but <laughs> that I added. But he actually wrote the the lyrics and the music and on this one. And he never told me what it was about until, and I'm not kidding. like we we started working on this song, probably four or five years ago wow yeah and it just set for a while we had put it we had kind of put it out but we thought no we need to redo this and that's how we started and then um so this is what i thought and then i'll tell you what it was about (laughs) (laughs) so my mind drifts back to a simple time i touched your skin and felt your fire inside So for me, that was this love and passion and for this person and that you just can't live without them. And that's how I sing it. That's how I hear it. That's my intention. Okay. (laughs) Then one day, probably about, I don't know, three months ago, um, I think Gene was sharing it or he shared with me about it or something. And it was a story. That had he's from Missouri, so it was a story that had been circling around the community about this guy that w- was in love with this woman and she was cheating on him. And he found out and he followed her to the house that they were having an affair in and burned it to the ground. <laughs> and and what- you ju- you just found this out. <laughs> I just found this out and he burned it to the ground and he watched and I was like, what? No way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. That was the, the original impetus for the song, why he wrote the song.
0: Wow. And then you yeah. come out and you're singing it about a love story. and Oh little, yeah. Oh, yeah. good
1: feels. <laughs> that's that's right. And and that's what's so interesting about music and 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 it's almost even as the artist it's not yours anymore. You know, it's, it's the listener it's, or it's the interpreter of the song. Cause I didn't know that that's how he originally wrote the song from this story that had been circling in the Midwest, (laughs) you know, and until, until he told me, and I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, that's not, that's not how I sing it. That's not what my intention is. And everybody loves the song. So Anyway, I was playing around because we haven't, we haven't done the music video for it yet, but I was actually playing around of singing it in a certain, you know, in that positive way, but then actually seeing scenes from the house burning down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I, that would, that would be a little mind trip
0: with you. Wouldn't it? You know, since you, you sang it, you've known it for years <clears> and <throat> literally just three months ago or so you found yeah. out, you know, what actually spurred the writing of the song.
1: <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and if you know Gene, you'd know why. <laughs> be like, okay. well, you know, and it's so
0: there's probably tons of songs out there like that. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people don't also don't realize the people that are singing the songs didn't necessarily write them.
1: That is very true. And especially these days. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Most yeah. I think most,
0: and I'm going to say old school folks, they probably yeah. write a lot or the majority of their own. And yeah. I'm, I'm aging myself there.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? totally. totally. Um, but yeah,
0: I agree. Probably, you know, in the last decade or two, it's probably not a whole lot of singers that are singing their own words.
1: No, and it's true. Like uh, a good example is a friend of mine that's a producer in London. He was he was in LA with a with a pretty famous uh, actor slash singer, uh, Peter Andre. Um, You guys have to look it up, but Peter Andre is a big talent in the UK and he had, you know, big hits and stuff like that. And uh, he was, so my producer friend was like, oh, I need to come to LA. We need to do, we're going to record here blah, blah, blah. We're doing a whole, we're doing a whole show type of thing. So he said, well, come on into the studio. So we, so I did. So I went into the studio and of course I'm, I'm not only an artist, but I'm also, you know, a producer and you know songwriter so i'm i'm checking this out on the details and sure enough the guy that was sitting at the board was co-producing it was his song that he wrote and he sold it to peter andre and then he was also working in the thing so peter is in the vocal booth singing this guy's song And this guy's kind of coaching him or whatever here and there and did a nice job. Of course, he's, you know, but he's got the name, right? He's, he's the Peter Andre, you know, and of course being a songwriter and that type of thing, you, you want to, you know, in your beautiful dreams, you want to have like a famous artist or a film or a TV show take on your song. Right. So he's sitting there and I'm sitting there next to him going, wow. And then they took a break. And I heard his version of this song and Kim, I was like, oh no, this guy is the singer. Like this guy is the songwriter. And it's really sad because he's not famous. He's not going to be on the charts singing this song. You know, Peter is right. So there, so you got the upsides to things, but also the downside is, is that He's a talent like that. Oh my god, if you heard this guy's voice, you like, oh my god, he should be singing this song. Not Peter. I
0: think well, I think probably a lot of the songwriters are incredibly talented talented vocally. I'm yeah.
1: positive of it. Oh yeah, not necessarily always, but yeah, not, I mean, no, not always, yeah. but I
0: bet you there's quite a few of them out there. And yeah, but they're always behind the scenes. They're the ones who write the song yeah. or they've become yeah. known as the songwriter.
1: Yes. Yes. And that, that just kind of came up for me too. I have a co-writer that I work with up in Oregon and he just called me and said, Hey, we're being considered for a film, uh, the born identity people for producers and stuff like that. Yeah. There's this film that we're being considered a song. So, and guess who's not going to be singing it? Most likely I wrote it. Right. Yeah. It would be someone, someone that has a a big big name. Oh yeah, probably like maybe Beyonce or whatever. I'm like, yeah, uh, okay. Or her, I think her would be better to sing it, but. Well, but still what a really cool opportunity. Right. Right. So not, and then, so part of me is like, yay, but you know, they were definitely sold on the emotion and the, my voice that I brought to the song, not only the lyrics, you know, but, um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll how cool. see how that pans. How cool does
0: that even came about? I know. That's I know. that's really exciting stuff.
1: Yeah, it really is. I'm like I'm
0: jumping just, up and down in my chair right now, and I thank you. <laughs> and I don't even really know anything about it. I'm just like, holy crap, that sounds extremely exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally pumped about it. I'm like, you know, you know, if there's spirit, please, God, please make it happen. Because what a wait, that-
0: wait, what a cool what a cool door to to creep creak open a little bit, and you're peeking in, going, yeah, I think I'm going to open the store wider. Yeah,
1: How yeah. Cool. Yeah. How cool.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. okay. Okay. I love the backstory on I burn. Cause now that just now, now when I listen to it, I'm going to be hearing it in a whole different way now. Right. <laughs> All you out there listening, you're going to have to listen to I burn. Um, hey, let folks know right now, let folks know where they can listen to it currently.
1: Yeah. Um, if you put my name in any kind of browser, um, Glenda G L E N D A last name, Benavita spelled B E N E V. I D E S. Um, and it's, an I burn, you'll find me. It'll be everywhere. Like it'll be on iTunes. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on any other, you know, platform. It's all out there just because I have distribution with all the platforms. So you'll, you'll be able to hear it. However you want to hear it. Cause a lot of times people go, well, how can I find it? And I go, well, what do you listen on? Right. You know, what do you what do you download? So, you know, of course, if you're listening on Spotify, it always helps my numbers, especially now that we're in Grammy's Grammy season's coming up in about 10 days. So 10 days. Yeah. Well, the 11th, so less than 10 days. But
0: so right now, currently, right now, as recording, we are in the beginning of October. So yes. Grammys is mid October, then you're saying? Voting
1: starts and that. Voting starts. Oh, okay. Voting starts in mid-October. Yeah. So this song,
0: I burn. Yes. Is, is out there to be nominated. How does that work? The Grammys. How does, how does that work when voting starts? But how do you even get your song in there to be voted on?
1: Well, you have to be a recording Academy member. And and in order to be a member and you want to be a voting member, um, you need to be an artist musician, songwriter, whatever you need, and you need to be working um, and relevant and you need to have all your stuff out there, all your platforms, everything you can think of. And then you have to have two recommendations. So, and they have to be from artists. It can't be your best friend writing in and saying, you're fabulous, right? (laughs) (laughs) It has to be from working musicians, artists, singers, songwriters, um, and they have to prove that they are because they, they check. And then if you are recommended twice, they send you an email saying, you've been recommended for the Recording Academy. And then you go, yay. And then they go, well, tell us about yourself. And then once you do that, you send them a long fill out form thing that they send you a link to. And then once you fill that out, then they decide if you they want you in the academy, that you are valid enough to be valued enough right. to be in the academy. It's not an easy feat. I was going to say, so that's no small thing to be a, no an thing. academy.
0: Me- what is that called again?
1: Recording Academy Voting
0: Member. Record. And so that gives you the power to be able to vote for Grammys. That is
1: correct. Oh my goodness. Yes. How exciting. So you're, yes. you're, you are one of those, one of, <laughs> one of many decision makers. Yes. You're decision. You're a voter.
0: How yeah. awesome.
1: How it's, So how do you get your own song in there then? So then what happens is that then I have eligibility to do that. And then once it comes time, you got the, yeah, but there's a certain amount of time. They say, okay, you can, you can put your stuff up and that was like a month ago. So the song goes up, it's got to be out on a platform like Spotify, iTunes, all those things. It has to be out, like it has to be distributed. So people can A, listen to it. And that's why when I ask people, go, Can I, how can I vote for you? I'm like, well, you can vote for me by listening, liking, you know, buying. That's that's how you support an artist because what it says to the academy, if they're if they're submitting their self, because you don't have to submit yourself. I mean, I submitted myself and then what it says is like, oh, people loves a lot of people that like this, you know, and then what happens is that helps because that just shows that you're monetarily viable, um, on some level. And then really what happens is that, so it goes to all the Academy members. I think there's 40,000 of us now, um, 40,000 professional recording Academy voting members. Okay. So and and it's a variety of people there's there's engineers there's songwriters there's there's a variety right um and then that goes into a pile basically whatever your pile is my pile has to be has has is <laughs> I wouldn't say has to um is roots um the roots category so roots america americana roots is what it's called So it's, it's a hard one. There's RB, there's roots, there's jazz there, you know, there's a variety. So Americana, you know, I'm not in those categories, but I am in roots, a category. And then my fellow members, whoever votes inside of roots, not everybody. So maybe there's only 5,000 people that vote roots because they have to understand roots they have to understand blues, Americana. Okay. Okay. Otherwise they say, do not vote in that category. So I wouldn't vote in classical music. So you
0: can't, you can't, you don't vote just because you really, really like the song. No, no, you have to know more about that genre.
1: Absolutely. You get to pick three genres. Oh, okay. See, this is fascinating stuff. I didn't know any of this. I know nobody does. It's a secret it's a well, not society. anymore <laughs> it's a secret society i know i blab about it all the time yeah, it's um, very
0: interesting though i had literally had no idea i always wonder know, i'm like who is who is it who votes for these people on the grammys yeah I've yeah right that. and how the heck did they get
1: their songs in there yeah <laughs> you know? the the musical peers and awesome. um you don't have to be a grammy this is key you don't have to be a grammy member to have your song promoted or or, uh, selected. You don't have to, but somebody that is a Grammy person can nominate you or not nominate, sorry, they can submit. That's the word. You can submit you. So what happens is I'm submitted. I submitted myself. I'm being considered. So that means I'm on deck. And then what happens is then people get together um, on a, a, a month long that they get to vote. So I don't know how many people are in my category that vote. And so what they'll do is they'll go through that could be, gosh, I don't know, it could be 100, 200 songs that are applied for, you know, for you to listen to. And then you go, yes, no, whatever, you know, you just you just don't pick them or whatever but you 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 should listen like everybody is required to li- listen to the music and when they should I mean I, I I want to listen to the music you know I want to see who's out there and what's who's doing what and then you vote and then there's that there's that first round and then the second round there's a second round of voting and then then there's the nominees so after that last round, you get nominees. So there could be five in a category, five nominees. And then then you go to the Grammys, right? For that last round. And then you get surprised who 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 gets to win. And there's one winner out of the categ- out of that nom- that category. That is fascinating and a lot,
0: a lot more difficult than I thought it was. Yeah. It, so it it's be- yeah, that's it's no easy thing. <laughs> yeah. So, you you know, you're not just writing a good song, getting out there and singing it really well. And then you go home with a pretty little statue. Nope. I wish. A lot more into it than that. Wow. Fascinating. Thanks for
1: sharing that. That's, I find it incredibly fascinating. It is fascinating. And, you know, and I'd been a musician since professionally, since I was 16. And I had no idea until one day, like three years ago, four years ago, I said, I should. Win a, <laughs> <I> wanna, <laughs> win a Grammy. I want to win a Grammy. I want to win a Grammy. I want to win. And so I thought, you know what? There's the internet, and you just get on it and Google it and find out how. And that's how I did it. And I, Amazing. you know, I've uh, I've submitted other people to be involved, but, you know. Yeah. So that's how I did it. I figured it out and I applied and I didn't get in the first time. The second time I got in, cause there there's specific things that they're looking for and you have to, you have to be able to understand what they're looking for. Um, and you have to prove that you yeah. are what you are. Absolutely. You because to, anybody yeah. can put something down on paper. Oh yeah. No, you have to be a working person a working artist. like I
0: actually I, like that part because when mm-hmm. you mentioned that earlier, I immediately thought, you know what? I appreciate that. You have to be a yeah. working artist because that, I mean, you, you have, it has to, you have to be a viable. Viable is not the word that I was trying to use. You have to be able to, you have to show that, you know, yeah. what you're doing. You are, yeah. you are out in the business. You're not just, you're not blowing smoke. Let's put it that exactly,
1: way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You you're actually working your craft. It's really what you do. It's not, you don't know, do it on the side occasionally. Right. You know, and you you are um, an expert or a ma- you're masterful at what you're you're doing. And that's your passion. And that's what you do. Just like in any other business, you, it's the same thing, you know. You you work your way up from the mailroom so to speak you know right. you've you've got to do that and um and then it's it's you know one of the one of the main re- why's for me was not only it was to connect with a community of a higher echelon you know not not the guy down the street not to say this is bad but just not the guy down the street this is just started out and he was playing at the coffee shop. That's fine. I'm not poo-pooing that because I did too. But I, I wanted to commune with artistry that, that it was really serious and that really wanted to express and, and know their craft and be able to share their craft and, and, and share with me, you know, as, as an, a constantly evolving artist. So you well, you, know, would, I,
0: you would reach this you would reach a specific level. You'd reached a certain yes. level. And you're like, yeah. okay, time to step up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much what I said. Plus I thought, well, this might look good on my CV. Maybe somebody will open the door for me. <laughs> well exactly. E- yeah. Exactly. I mean, if you don't have faith in yourself and
0: you don't push yourself forward and keep moving forward even though there might be all kinds of stumbling blocks thrown in your way or people saying, yeah, uh, I don't know. Are you good enough? You thinks, you know, you keep pushing yourself out there. If if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to
1: exactly, exactly.
0: You know? Yep. So awesome. Incredibly interesting stuff. Good luck with that. I mean, that Thank is, you. that's so exciting. So good luck with that. I, Thank you. I, uh, I wish you're three. The best. Oh, year three for me. think. Okay. <laughs> gonna keep going <laughs> that's what well, that's right man that's keep pushing forward keep yeah. pushing everything is gonna happen the way it's meant to
1: yeah it's pretty neat to like you're like you're like voting you're going down and you see oh Bonnie rate oh you know Beyonce oh you know and you're like oh my god you know like well, yeah you're in, vote. you're in with those yeah. people and you're oh. all doing the same thing it's great and I'm like yeah I could vote for her or not, yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I love that because that's so honest. I love it. it's like, no, I love you it. have too many Grammys. You need to share with other that's people. That's right.
0: That's right. You have too many. Oh.
1: I know. I know that it doesn't work like that because it's more a business, right? Because right. you're talking about the music business, and and it's big money, big dollars. You know, yes, it is, and. And I
0: think, you know, unfortunately, at least this is just my opinion from a listener, (laughs) a listener. yeah, Yeah. It seems like so much of the time true talent is bypassed Yeah. because of dollar signs. Yep. And you sit there and you talk about your neighbor that's playing down the coffee shop. Oh yeah. Who is phenomenal a brilliant musician
1: right totally brilliant (laughs) yes
0: and he's sitting in a coffee shop yeah probably playing for tips that they toss in a hat or in his guitar case totally you know and he's brilliant it it makes me i don't know if you've seen it he was all over the internet but that that young man from uh the hills of tennessee went absolutely viral wow um literally oh pretty much overnight like within 12 hours he was just literally in the in the, he he considered he calls himself a hillbilly he um was just him and his guitar and his two dogs out in his yard singing a song and it his song is he, he's very he's got a very strong faith and his song is talking about faith and how he doesn't mm. have faith in the rich men mm. in north richmond virginia yeah gotcha you know the ones who run the country that song Literally went on fire overnight and exploded. Mm-hmm. And he had all kinds of people offering him multi-million dollar deals, of course, record companies, and he turned them all down. Yep, good for him. And he's just a young guy. He's like, I'm just a nobody. Yeah. He goes, I'm 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 a working class person who's living paycheck to paycheck, just playing my guitar in my backyard with my dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And brilliant though. Yeah. He's like, he goes, I'm not even a good singer. I'm not even a good gu- guitar player. Yeah. Yes, he is. And I've listened to his song and it gives you goosebumps and you're wow. like, well, and you just share that it it on me. YouTube?
1: Yeah, no, you know, and you know what that is, that comes from a real passion to say, you know what? I'm sick of this and that, and I'm going to put it in a song and I'm going to sing about it and I'm going to share it with people. No, He was very
0: open and raw and honest. A lot of
1: people probably didn't
0: like it. A lot of higher ups probably didn't care for it. Who is this upstart from Tennessee? Who is this hillbilly? You know, Um, I sat there and went, wow, he's saying exactly what pretty much the majority of Americans
1: think. Absolutely. Right now. And that's the thing. That's the key. If you can tap into your own pain and suffering and the things that you think are wrong, share that because it's going to, it's going to attract everybody. Cause they're like, yeah, me too. Right. I, you know, I feel that way too. And I'm going to listen to that song because dang right. it, you know? And then of course the big, which is brilliant. He's very smart. The the record companies went. Wait a minute, that's money left on the table. Let's see if we get him in our little roster and kill him. Um, yeah, you know? yeah, they would ring him, him dry. And, they would ring you know, him dry. And totally.
0: Now, as of today, I don't know where he stands. But when all of this was first blown up, he declined everyone. Now he's been on a few shows and different bigger podcasts and talk shows and stuff. But yeah, he's you know declining that big money and record deals and all of that yeah because um he he always he either starts his songs or ends his song by reading scripture oh I mean he's just a he is a down home salt of the earth kind of person and I hope he stays that way
1: yeah he hope probably he will if he's turned that down he's not he's I hope he not yeah, I hope he does stay that way that. um because, because it's just a glorified loan anyway yeah
0: yeah <laughs> actually you're right you're right but he yeah his song went to like overnight number one on uh the most downloaded song on apple itunes or itunes whatever however that i don't even i'm an android person so i don't know what all that is sure but it literally shot to number one he was he blew famous musicians that were at number one he blew them completely out of the water
1: yep he overrode everybody That's happens because that it's tapping into he hit
0: he hit a nerve with America. Yes,
1: yes, that's yeah. That's the deep conversation that's going on, and I know every artist feels that way, and that's probably what I should be doing.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, if it well if it slams into you and you know it, you will do it. Yeah, when you feel it, like you were saying earlier, you hear something and you feel it, and it stirs something in you. You got something stirring, Glenda. I know you're gonna get out there and do it. I know it because you got, you got those little sparks in you. Some of them are just sitting there going, we want to burn. We want to listen to me, burn. Making a play on words. There we go. Got all those little sparks that want to burn, man. Right. That's a good line for a song. Yeah. Write that down. I got all these sparks that want to burn. burn. I think it's a good line for a song. It's a good line. <laughs> um, so, hey, okay. I burn. Uh, it's, you're on your road to potentially nomination for Grammy, which is awesome. That's exciting with your, all of your other stuff you've got going on, you've got merchandise and all kinds of stuff. Now you have a special thing, uh, that, that actually helps our planet. So share a little bit about that, because that's another passion of yours that you weave into everything else that you do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I really felt like it was my way, I've seen some other artists do this, and it was my way of being in action, being able to give back. And it's with a company called One Tree Planted. And I I partner with them. And so what happens is, is when you support me as an independent artist slash entrepreneur, you buy one of my songs or a piece of clothing or whatever, a cup, you know, whatever. So you buy that and then I can see that you bought that. And then I take a dollar out of that and I go plant a tree. Not personally. I know everybody's like, you go out and plant trees. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, I give that money to One Tree Planted because they it supports their company. And then they go out and plant trees um, with, their, with their employees, right? Um, in different regions and different areas. Like, so I planted, I just planted, I've got, I'm up to now 240 trees. Um, I've planted in Canada. I've planted, cause poor Canada. California. And also I've planted in the UK, um, up in Scotland. Cause that's kind of dear to my heart. I'm a Scottish lineage. So, and they need trees. <laughs> they How need awesome, trees. though! Yeah. So and
0: you're making a big impact. That's going to be around long after you're not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Well, isn't there a
0: saying there's some sort of saying, I literally just read this and I can't, remember how it's actually worded but faith is believing so as if you're you're planting a tree knowing Mm. you will not be around to see it
1: right you mature yes that's to mature into
0: the beautiful maple or cedar or whatever it might be yeah that's faith planting a tree is faith yeah and I just when I read that I thought that was so cool and I was like oh that makes me think of Glenda (laughs) Oh,
1: I love that. Yeah. And that's true, you know, because, you know, uh, trees are definitely the lungs of the planet. Absolutely. And it's really important that, and I want to make this comment to all of you out there listening, you know, if you want to cut down your tree, please think twice about that because it's, we're, we're an ecosystem. So you have bugs and birds and plants and things that rely on each other, especially, and then, and trees give us shade. They also um, reduce carbon. And that's been our issue. That's the main issue. That's why we're heating up so quickly. And that's why we're having such traumatic experiences, you know, throughout the planet. And it's like, and it's not going to get any better. So I would say, think twice before whatever you're doing and and then you know educate yourself a little bit like do i really need to cut that tree down shall i just trim it you know or and get somebody that knows what they're doing don't get a hack hacker you know some guy that has no idea about our being an arborist you know what i mean it's like Make make sure he knows what he's doing and 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 the right season to do it we've lost that you know because we all live in cities now. So we, we've lost the, not most of us, not everybody, but you know, we lost our connection to the land. We lost our connection to our heart. We lost connection, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I I live in the country. I I've always lived in the country. Yeah. So I, I feel what you're saying every day. And I know, you know, just walking in the woods, there are some trees they have to come down because they're sick, they're diseased or they're yeah Yeah. A lot of them come down. And they, in turn, go back into the earth and they're feeding so many other things,
1: Yes, you know, because
0: they're able to disintegrate and and do whatever it is they do. And it goes back into the earth and all those roots that are underground from the current trees, they're all talking to each other.
1: Exactly.
0: They're all, there's a whole conversation going on underground underneath your feet, folks. And that's that's not just me being eccentric.
1: That's actually very true. It's very true. Very, very true. Yeah. There's a Um, whole network. Yeah.
0: Educate Mm -hmm. yourself. I like how you said that educate yourself. Don't just go out there and be a hacker.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're not in the city. Stop it. Um, but I, you know, and that's the thing about, and then I notice I, I live here in the city. Right. Um, And not that I want to, but I I do for now. And, you know, I I see people like just mindless, mindless, Kim, just doing shit, excuse my language, mindlessly. It's like, do you know why you're doing that? Oh, I just want it out of my yard or I just, you know, I'm like, do you realize that that's someone's home? It's also it's also helping you keep your house cool. Right. Just trim it back. You'll be fine. Relax.
0: Right. And it's, you know, you know, it's, it's the host to other critters.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, and sometimes I think what happens is that they, the news shows the crazy, like that big tree fell on someone's house. So they're like, oh my God. It's like, are really, are you in the land of tornadoes? Cause you're not right. So calm trees, down trees were here long before your house. Oh my God, calm down. Look at your tree. Find out how can you trim it back? Does it really need to be taken out? You know, that kind of thing. And if you do take it out, replant, right. Be replace, responsible replace it
0: elsewhere. It's the same thing with wetlands, you know, with builders and all of that, if they are right? storing and using wetlands, they by oh law have to create wetlands of the same or bigger acreage elsewhere. Wow. That's well, at that's, least
1: in Pennsylvania. That's okay. Well, good, good. Not here. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Cause there, matter of fact, you brought up wetlands. There was, uh, I just saw this up in, uh, up near in the mountains where we have, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Tahoe, Lake Tahoe. They did a whole wetland thing. Like they built on these wetlands and, oh, they are now suffering for this. The people that live there. And here's another thing too. It's like, and listen up people. Remember where you're buying, because figure it out. Make sure you do the research, because here's the thing. If something goes bad, guess what? You don't get to sell it. Who wants to live there? And I feel sorry for people that spend millions of dollars, maybe like in the wetlands up up in up at Tahoe. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, there's so much fungus happening. And then, you know, the habitat is, you know, oh, who's going to are you going to try to sell your house? Good luck on that. Right, you shouldn't have destroyed the environment to
0: begin with.
1: That's right. And just it's that mind mindless- I am all
0: for saving nature. Uh, literally. Yeah. We don't we don't need more cities and more cement and more and yeah. more roads. We
1: don't. No carbon. No, because here's the thing. It's only again, educate yourself, be mindful because here's the thing, whatever you're killing, you're next. Oh, there you go. You might be a little bit down on the food chain, but you're next. Yeah, boom. Right. If we destroy the oceans, they say we only have, because because the oceans provide not only food and nutrition, but it also provides oxygen. Right? So inside of that, we're next. Like that, I don't remember, I can't, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna give you the right facts, but it was something to the effect of, if we kill the oceans, we only have like a week left. Yeah, I know something. it's very stark. Yes. Yeah, it's like pretty like hardcore, yeah. like, then it might not it,
0: happen in our lifetime, but you got your kids or your grandkids. That's right. That's right. You know, and Absolutely. that's what you want to, that's the legacy you want to leave. Right.
1: <laughs> and who cares you know, and I'm, about- <laughs> I'm not,
0: I'm not like a crazy tree hugger, you know, and screaming and chaining myself to different things, but I feel very strongly for nature. Yeah. I feel very and,
1: strongly for and, and I'm I'm very
0: I feel very fortunate and blessed to live where I do because yeah. I get to experience it every day.
1: Every day, yeah. And I take care. Yeah.
0: Of my own little slice of
1: the world, my little realm, I take yeah. care of it. And that's awesome. And that's if everybody did that, that was my pick up pick up the can theory. If everybody picked up one can, the garbage would get picked up. Yeah, on the beach, exactly. You know, kind yes, of thing.
0: just take care of your own slice of America. Yeah. And what a, what a difference it would make. Mm-hmm. Just think what about they, it. Yeah, think about yeah, your neighborhood. Just, right. Right. Just yeah. take care of your own spot. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. It's none of your business. That's right. Take care of your own little spot. That's right. We could, we could solve all the world's problems in an hour. <laughs> Brilliant minds. <laughs> I know. I know. By golly. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been awesome. We're going to get ready to wrap up. This has been such a fun conversation. I've learned learned a lot. I hope everybody out there listening has learned a couple things. I hope you caught a few (laughs) nuggets that were tossed out there. But speaking of nuggets, I always ask my guests to please toss a nugget of hope out to the listeners, something that they can just tuck away and carry them with them for the rest of the day. So what would your nugget of hope be for the listeners?
1: I would say if you care enough about yourself and you're curious enough about yourself... To love yourself unconditionally and work towards that, you will care more about others. Agree. And that makes a difference. Yes. Mike, it drop. really does.
0: <laughs> I know yeah. nobody can see me, but I just like physically did the whole mic drop, mic drop. thing.
1: <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, you saw it. And that's all I that matters. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I appreciate the time that you took and your heart that you continue to do this. Cause I know this, this work doing podcasts is not for the faint of heart. And, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes and gets involved in this and a lot of money that goes out. So thank you. And I want to acknowledge you for being a badass goddess, a powerful woman, and someone that really cares deeply. And I really appreciate you. And I hope I hope more listeners get that and support you.
0: Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Oh, look welcome. at you bringing me tears to me eyes. <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I almost tear it myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. And just, you know, everybody, thank you for listening and really, you know, how you can support me. Is just, again, by listening to my music, of course, commenting, you know, the whole thing, because what it does is it really does mess with the algorithms and it makes things people aware of like, what's, you know, what you're into, what you like, what's happening. And that supports me and, you know, go on my website and buy my merchandise and, you know, then we can plant some more trees and that's what I'm really passionate about. It's a
0: win-win. You're getting good news. Mu- You're going to be able to hear some good music and plant a tree to help save that little piece of the planet.
1: Yes. It'll
0: Doesn't it get a- any better than that, by golly. That's right. Thank Why you. wouldn't you want to do it? That's right. <laughs> okay. Thank you again. Once again, Glenda, for being my guest. This has been just truly awesome. And I definitely want to have you on again next year sometime. Okay. Um, because I want to I want to know what happens with Iberts. Right? whether you go, good, bad, Thank or indifferent. I want to hear about it. I want to know about it and how the rest of this journey played out. So definitely let's touch base next year and yes. good luck with everything that you're doing, because I think it's all awesome. And you are awesome. You're just a, you're a, you're a beautiful individual. And I am, I am blessed to be able to uh, have you as a guest and chit chat with you and get to know you more. Thanks everybody out there listening. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending a part of your day with myself and my guest today, Glenda Benavides. Everybody out there, have a wonderful day. Be well, stay well, and be blessed. And that is a wrap, my fearless friends. Thanks for bouncing along with me on another episode of Let Fear Bounce. I hope you're feeling a bit motivated and ready to take on any challenge that might come your way in the coming days. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode of Let Fear Bounce. Tune in each week for your dose of inspiration from my amazing guests from all over the world. So until next time, keep bouncing forward and stay fearless, my friends. Everybody be well, stay well, and above all, be blessed. Have you asked yourself who's going to take care of your pet should something happen to you? Well, I've got an answer for you. The do-it-yourself pet estate will kit that gives you peace of mind that your family pet will be cared for when you are no longer physically able to care for them with easy step-by-step instructions that guide you through the task of completing forms necessary to add your furry loved one to your existing will. Visit KimLanglingAuthor.com to find out more.